I had a very strange childhood. I had the worst case any doctor had ever seen. My job is to keep healing. So that is the story. We all have remarkable stories within us. Stories of adversity, challenges, triumphs, and ultimately of healing. This is Your Health, Your Story, the podcast. The other week, I recorded a podcast with Michael Lowe on ozone oil. After the recording, we just kept chatting and had what I considered to be a very honest and real discussion as two people in the integrative medical industry that had been observing it involve over the decades. And I enjoyed it so much that I decided to take a short section of that talk, with his permission, and share it with you. It's only eight minutes long, but I really hope you enjoy it. This is the completely unplanned story of the business of medicine with Michael Lowe. The thing is, yeah, what, what gets the best results to the patient is the best thing to do. And it's going to win over time, most likely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. maybe not all the time, but so I think you're seeing money come into the industry. And so you get this differentiation factor, um, even the formaldehyde that from a marketing perspective, it's a differentiation factor. Fortunately, it's true, <laughs> you know, so that's why I talk on it is because like, oh, I have truth that I can use. That's going to also help with the sale of this product. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think from, a, I think UBI is good. I think ozone is good. I don't know about Ebu as far as comparing it to others. I'm not super confident that it's better than just standard major autochemotherapy. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, you know, there, there's, again, that's, that's to be said on just the understanding of it, right. Understanding how ozone works and that major autochemotherapy is, is actually introducing a, a proper amount back into it, but yep, it's. So much of this is is balancing marketing perception, uh, you know, uh, the psychology of it, as you said, and technology. You got to be honest. It's like acupuncture is is just isn't as cool unless you know you're using lasers instead of needles, and you know, we've seen that as well. So, man, I I wish this portion was on on the podcast because it's my pet peeve in the industry is all the bullshit. <laughs> you know to call it out there's a lot there's you know, a ton of really there's a ton of bullshit but don't you also agree micah that the bullshit is like the demand of patience too it's like sometimes a patient needs to do just like simplistic things like no 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 i want the really high up you know technology and the iv and it's like you just need some psychological therapy right you need to work through emotional issues there's no iv for that but that's what they're demanding. And in some ways, conventional medicine has instilled that in them that, oh, it's a very advanced pill, or it's this brand new technology that's doing it. Don't you think that the demand is so high and our kind of reliance on technology is the reason that patients are, are, are kind of there? hundred percent agree that there's like a place for it in terms of like psychology and making your products to the best they can be from a visual standpoint. I think truth reigns in the sense that like the ozonated oil capsule biocharged that company, uh, they advertise, this is a replacement for IV ozone. So now you've hurt a patient who is actually benefiting from a therapy that's proven to help with, you know, whatever they were prescribed it for and replaced it with something that has no evidence that it helps. So yeah. I think that's, that's more like the, if, as long as that's no, not going on, I'm okay with the nuances of the conversation and how they position themselves and that kind of stuff. But that inevitably with money comes 
Right. And those are basically the unsubstantiated marketing claims that you do to basically bring in an audience in a sense. You know, yeah. it's, it's yeah. again, I get it in some ways when we create a Nativeme and, and an NAD type supplement, oral supplement, we were doing it because people, you know, didn't want to do the IVs. Now, I would never go as far as saying, yeah, this is going to replace an NAD IV or anything like that. I know the difference. And in some ways, our, our patients are getting both. And that's totally different. Just as you know, ozone through major autohemotherapy and ozone oil are very different things. Both great benefits to them. But, but then there's the sales part of it, right? Marketing is sales. Sales is money. Money is more marketing and more products. Yeah. And so it's, it's the vicious cycle of medicine as a business versus medicine as an art, as an industry for helping people. And that's where I also, like you said, it's like, there's bullshit. Like I see every kind of website now that I go to is just making these claims. They're just, you know, they're unsubstantiated and they're marketing. That's not actually helping yeah. people. And that's what kind of pisses me off being in this for so long is, you know, you, you suddenly confuse the market in a sense. And then if you don't get the results, you know, what gets hurt, the, the kind of integrative industry, I would say, the doctors that are trying to do good and don't have the marketing behind them. And in medicine, it's, it's almost like you're either a marketer or you're a doctor and you can't be both. And it's difficult. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I, we're, we're totally ranting here now. Like, way over <laughs> I think it. it's good. I think know. we got another podcast out of this one, but. <laughs> oh man. I mean, feel free to use anything. I'll, I'll, I'll look at it. I'll time. look at it. I don't want to put anything out there that we didn't agree to, but, um, but you know, I think it's an important subject of kind of where the industry is going, where a lot of capital, venture capital, I would even say, is coming in and saying, yes. how do we make this more marketable, which is a good thing if you get people interested. It's a bad thing if you put those unsubstantiated claims out there. Well, and this whole thing gives space to people because convolution is like the death of you know, actually doing something, right? If we don't understand it, we procrastinate it or don't do it at all. So clarity and step-by-step -step is like the, is going to be huge for people that can accomplish that. Where does this belong in the context of my health? Where does mm -hmm. ozone therapy belong in cancer? Because it's not the cancer treatment. When I was writing the, all these articles that I'm doing, I'm starting to put it in context of where it belongs. And I just take like a random, you know, a random good doctor and their program. And I say, this is why they use ozone therapy and where they fit it into their regimen. So the clarity is where we can step up our game because everything is so convoluted with, you know, the, like even the formaldehyde thing with the ozone oil, that's just going to, it's going to cause some confusion. I really, I'm going to get some of the lab testing, uh, done for these companies and just not put their name on it. But I, I was serious. Like I'll, I'll I will test your oil and publish it with your name on it. Cause I know that there's formaldehyde in it, you know? Um, yeah, but no, I, yeah. Again, I, I, that's where I'd love to see the industry go into this authentic, truthful marketing for the way of, like you say, clarity, not for sales, because in the end, clarity will lead to sales and results lead yeah. to sales in a sense. If you want to look at it that way, we've always kind of positioned ourselves at the clinic itself as Results first. Everything else is next. Patients yeah. will come if you get results, not because you yeah. can market it the best and everyone's like, wow, look at that. They said this and that and look how pretty it is. It's it's for that fact that you could actually elicit healing and self-healing and get someone from a disease state back to a healthy state like that's 
I think that's the best marketing you could do. And I think you know that with Ozone, Simply O3 and everything you're doing, like those before and after pictures you mentioned, if you could do that, that's your marketing, right? You, you don't yeah. need to make any crazy claims on anything and put in tons of ad dollars to try and sway people's minds. Let them come to the decision of seeing other people's experiences. Yeah, hundred percent. I think we're on the same the same page, which I love that like mindedness, which is like, you know, being able to say like, oh, uh, silver is still a good thing to use. You know, the ozone oil. I you know I know a lot about. I'm a fan of, but you know, use the silver, use the lomatium, use you know the relief spray. You know, whatever. Yeah, it's all good. So uh, and there there's are so many many and, roads to Rome, and it, <laughs> there are many roads to Rome, and it doesn't have to be the single one that someone else likes. You can yep. decide and you could try the, all those roads and come to your own decision. Even if someone's really preaching about one road to Rome where you like the other one, right? And that's your way of doing it. And that's also something, you know, that you could totally get into. But this idea of listening to influencers or people that had an experience and you following exactly in their footsteps of what they did and expecting the same experience. And yeah. that, that's a little bit troubling too. When people are like, oh, I did exactly this therapy and I got better. You should do it too. And it's like, well, it doesn't necessitate that someone else very different from you is going to have the same experience. Yeah. I think you could, you could pull from that and say, oh, I learned something about this therapy, about this approach, but you still got to find your own road to road.